Now it's time for an edition of Senior Moments. Hi, this is CFIS-FM 93.1 Community Radio here in Prince George, and we're back with Senior Moments once again. The usual crew is here. Sharon. Hi, hi. Bob. Hi, everyone. And our guest, Brandon Grant from Northern Health. Hi, Brandon. Hello. And uh, we have a, an apprentice um, yes. host today. Uh, Cliff Dizel is here again to... Uh, hopes to host the show somewhere down the line, so we're going to get him to do most of the work today, Sharon. Hi, Cliff. Hi. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited about uh, what's going on with Senior Moments. We're going to an hour next week, and yes. we just finished, uh, before you people got here, recording our theme song. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> so I'd like to thank a few people for that. Uh, Bill Bosnich. Thanks, St Bill. Stan Clark. Thanks, Stan. And Ivan Paquette. Oh, yes, Ivan. Thank the, you, Ivan. The locals who have re-recorded -re the song. Mm -hmm. And we need to thank Golf Brooks. Oh, yes, Golf. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he... No relation us... to Garth. <laughs> Maybe it's his <laughs> grandfather. But, um, he gave us permission to use his song as our theme song. So uh, that's really great. Yes, is it ever. And he's from Florida. He is. He's yeah. a long way away. And yeah. um, how I found out about the song was I got a, an email with a with a link to uh, YouTube. Right. And it cracked me up when I heard it. So we're yeah. gonna pre we're gonna introduce that next week. Uh, oh, good. Okay. All right. right. We'll keep so, it a secret then. Yeah. We yeah. won't say anything Don't about. Don't tell them we're on the YouTube. The, no. The title <laughs> is Senior Moments, appropriately enough. Yes. So uh, we'll uh, we'll get to our guest now. Brandon is with the Northern Health, and he. Um, He's mostly concerned with uh, men's health. So, uh, Brandon, why don't you tell us a little bit about that program, for starters? Sure. Uh, the Men's Health Program through Northern Health is uh, a very new program. It started with the release of the 2010 Chief Medical Health Officer's Report called Where Are the Men? And in it, uh, Dr. David Bowering, the Chief Medical Health Officer at the time, outlined a number of health concerns facing men living in northern B.C. So we know uh, pretty much across North America that men are dying about five years earlier than women, but men in northern BC are dying at higher rates than men in, men in other parts of the province. So we have higher rates of cancers, uh, suicide rates, uh, motor vehicle crashes, and occupational deaths as well, and wow. a, a whole bunch of different issues that are facing men in the north. And uh, there's a number of reasons for that. You know, we know through motor vehicle crashes, there's a number of things going on there that Northern Health has started to address uh, in, in partnership with other organizations uh, across the North. So we travel longer distances, road conditions, uh, the snow on the roads, everything else that are leading to to this phenomenon. And the same goes for health as well. Talked a lot about uh, whether or not there's a um, Northern culture where, you know, we work hard and play hard. We have higher rates of tobacco use and also alcohol use right. as well in the north. So there's a lot of things going on in the north. So after that was released in 2010, the community consultation that Northern Health had this spring or this last past spring in 2011, we went across the north to various different communities and talked to folks about 
what do they uh, want a men's health program to do, um, what's already going on, what things can we support, what things uh, can we partner with, um, with uh, communities across the north. So they gave us great recommendations and part of our commitments is that ongoing engagement with people about the men's health program, what's going on, and uh, we've built a number of different things like a screening protocol where we do a baseline health screening like blood pressure, blood sugar, and cholesterol checks. at events where men are so we go to hockey games we go to trade shows uh, we were just at uh, the recreation center in uh, Mackenzie um, where there was pickleball and archery and everything else there so we we really want to structure um, these sort of events where guys already are because we know that guys yeah. it's hard to engage with their health so right. we've built websites we've had radio campaigns and yeah we really want to get the word out and start the conversations with with folks across the region about uh, their health and what they can do. So that's why you're here today, right? That's exactly Excellent. right, yeah. Excellent. Have you considered the possibility that there's a conspiracy by women to get rid of us? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all heard the jokes, okay, right? Yeah. I, mean, uh, I couldn't resist know. that one. Yeah, we've all we've all heard the jokes. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the guys have a great sense of humor. Right. And uh, we're really trying to do that with how we message with guys is um, how do we make health less, less of a mystery, less of something that's confusing is really simple straightforward information to guys so that they can take that and understand and one of the things we're developing right now and again it's it's funny I mean guys will take care of their equipment uh, their vehicles make sure that they have all the maintenance checks and everything like that and they don't do that for their own bodies right so so one of the things that we're developing and it's in draft form right now is a man maintenance guide we're going to call it the manual and uh in it uh we've been working with with doctors and nurses and a whole bunch of other folks about uh building those schedules uh like a maintenance guide about what checks guys should be looking for at various stages of their life and also just quick and easy health information i'm sorry but here comes another one have you considered the the distance or the time between changing your oil and yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> never mind yeah. well, on, i was Sharon. thinking <laughs> i was thinking about what you said yesterday about getting your car washed changing the tires yeah, getting the oil. Yeah. and um and i also talked to bob yesterday about why uh, I was at a meeting the other day, and it was people of my age group, so they were 16 over, and there were couples there, and I asked everybody to introduce themselves because I didn't know a lot of them, and the one, and I also said if anybody's in retirement, I want you to sign up because I have jobs for you, and so the men all said, "Well, I was retired, but I'm not retired anymore because they didn't want me to." them to work but they introduced themselves and said what they were doing now and then their wives said um, my name is so-and-so and I look after him yeah and and that, that made me think about my mother and my father and how my father um, didn't take care of himself it's exactly what you're talking about and my mother made his meals because he was diabetic she tried to get him to exercise but there's something that happens to men when they age and can't be the virile you know my dad was an athlete um he kind of packed it in and gave up and uh expected mom to do everything and then at this meeting all the women that were my age group said i look after him Mm. And so then we take away your responsibility of looking after yourselves, and then you let us. 
and uh, and then the women get tired. I'm working with a woman right now whose whose partner had a stroke, and she's exhausted from doing everything, and she's in her 60s, and so I think. You've got to sell the idea that we all have to look after our own selves if if we want to have an extended, healthy existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's really an excellent point. Um, you know, Dr. Bowering said he's had um, people come into his office, men with notes from their wives, saying that, yeah, check check this out, please, for, for, for my husband. And yeah, I mean, that's really the key, as we know, too, is that uh, part of this process of engaging with men is we have to think about how, how do we engage with the wives, the girlfriends, mm -hmm. uh, the mothers, in some cases, too. Uh, because, yeah, often that's, that's where the information gets funneled down. But you're right, is we have to find ways to empower men. Uh, and that's why we're hoping that some of these tools that we're developing, just raising awareness, building a coalition partner, so getting like-minded, uh, you know, not-for-profits, community-based organizations, service club, businesses involved in this, because we can all do small, small things. And it's, it's about those small steps about, you know, just raising awareness, getting information out to folks, uh, having a small event. Uh, it's very, very easy to empower communities uh, to do these things and we're really looking for partners across the north to help us with this work because northern health can't do it alone and uh we really need to empower uh people men and communities. yeah if she could hold a ball to hughes and and partner with them that's all a treatment center for men out yeah. on the Blackwater Road. That's something we need yeah. to talk about. Yeah, who, who have neglected their health. Yes, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. One of the issues in David Bowering's report, of course, he was talking about the determinants of health. Mm -hmm. um, and we've built in this country since, you know, since the late 60s, we've built an acute care system around hospitals. Yes. Um, and we do a great job of treating people with acute illnesses, but not so good in all the other kinds of stuff. That's right. Uh, so, you know, anybody who's been in the field for any length of time knows the effect of the determinants of health and the fact that, well, hospitals will fix people to actually get them healthy and to get them to stay healthy, you've got to deal with other things like good sewage and water treatment, for example, and yes. a bunch of other things. So <laughs> it's interesting to see that Northern Health is moving in this kind of direction. The other thing that was interesting about David's report was that We've had an assumption for a long time that, that men are the beneficiaries of determinants of health. His report, it turns out, not to be true um, so much, in fact, uh, which is, I think, really interesting. So is Northern Health, through you and others, actually moving more towards prevention, more towards community engagement? I think that's what I hear you saying. You know, that that's an excellent point, Cliff. I, I'm glad you brought that up. And one of the things that I'm part of the population health team. So the population health team uh, really is about the preventive work. It's about preventing things before they happen because that's really the key for, you know, services, the future of services is how do we engage with people? How do we get them involved in their own health. Um, it builds healthier communities. And one of the things that's actually uh, being rolled out is uh, on our website, uh, Northern Health website, the Chief Medical Health Officer has really put out um, a number of different position statements on preventive work that we can do around tobacco cessation, around uh, healthy communities development, around uh, injury prevention. That's another key too, is injury prevention mm -hmm. in the North as well. So we're, we're 
we're working as an organization to really embed uh, what's already in our strategic plan, which is the population health approach, is how do we engage with communities, individuals around prevention work, which is the, the most critical thing uh, for, for the Northern Health region, is how do we prevent things from happening in the first place? And it's challenging work. It's, it's never, never going to be perfect, but we have to start slowly, slowly moving towards, uh, towards these things so that we have healthier communities. Well, That's you know, right. you stay, uh, if you care for yourself, then you will look after yourself. Yeah. And I think uh, I think back when I was in my late 30s, early 40s, I got a vitamin, a book on vitamins, and I read the whole thing about what you need to take to keep you healthy. Yeah. And so, shouldn't we be responsible for our own health and stop relying on physicians and everybody else to take care of us? I mean, it's going back to that same point. We need to be responsible for ourselves. When we can't do it anymore, then we go in and, and see a specialist. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things. Uh, obviously, it's it's always good to have an ongoing relationship with with your physician. Oh yeah, uh, especially around the again the maintenance maintenance yeah, of your that's body. Right. But there's yeah there's there's critical things uh, that that folks can do uh, to improve their health. And again, I'm not a physician. I don't want to give the yeah. impression of that. What I would say is that um, you know if you have questions about your health, is engage engage with services that are out there. Learn more. Yes. Uh, learn more, especially and uh, yeah. yeah, have start. The conversations, and we all know what's good for us. We know that exercise is good, and we know that eating healthy is good. Um, and it's important too to Cliff's point is that there are determinants out there. Uh, you know where we live, what access to food that we have, um, gender is a determinant as well. So we have to make sure that we we have that understanding as well, and have the flexibility too. That's why we're really focusing some of these screenings not on let's have a men's health clinic at this site, but going to where guys are um, at hockey games, at basketball tournaments, uh, at rec centers. Uh, we're going to be at the Pine Centre Mall as well. So really going to where, where guys are already are and engaging with them that way. I think a lot of men are uh, of the mind that they're with their macho and uh, they think that they're seven feet tall and bulletproof. But um, uh, some of us have had... Uh, near-death experiences and realized our own mortality and uh, you've only got one body so you better take care of it guys yeah exactly you know? yeah. yeah no absolutely yeah no i mean i think that's a, a great point we heard that time and time again during the consultation is you know i'm not afraid of having the the quick sudden heart attack and dying what i'm worried about is can i care for my family mm -hmm. am i going to be a burden exactly and that's the major fear yeah. and you know it's sort of a distorted sense that we have to we have to change we have to have that conversation about how we call our second report men's health matters because men matter and we have to really value the role that men play in our communities in our in our families in our lives and really making sure that we change that macho mindset mm -hmm. that it's not okay for guys to be dying at such high elevated rates as we have to engage with them so that they have that information what they need to make themselves healthy for their families and their community absolutely cliff uh, being involved with the fitness at the uh, UNBC, you must have something to say about about exercise and men's health, right? Well, absolutely, and uh, I'm I'm part of a group of uh, 
I hesitate to use the word we normally describe ourselves with, but anyway, a group of older guys who play squash three times a week, and our range is 55 to 77, so uh, so we're pretty active, but we see a lot of people of, of our age and older uh, using the track. Um, uh, getting a program designed by uh, by one of the specialists up there to for proper exercise for age relative and for your own uh, your own physical well-being so uh, exercise and proper diet are are essential and once again it's it's something everybody can do you don't have to depend upon the acute care system to fix you That's you need right. to prevent it by doing something yeah. yourself yeah get it all changed before you need a valve job right and i was thinking of mental health you know, when yep. you talk about suicide, that makes me think of depression. It makes me think of serotonin, lack of serotonin, which um, we don't get a lot of sun in the in the winter. A lot of people uh, yeah. suffer from that, and I think I think we need to just tell men that it's okay to care about themselves, and it's okay to talk to someone yeah. about if you're feeling sad or, or depressed, because it's it's part of, that's part of living in the North, too. A good point to put in a plug for the uh, Prince George Council of Seniors um, Peer Support Counseling yes. Yes. Service eh, at 564-5888. Yeah. Uh, yes. We're trained, uh, Sharon and I are both trained as peer support counselors, and yeah. we're trained to listen and let people think about what they need to do yeah. for themselves. So yeah. that's a great thing, yeah. you know. And I think that from, and I, you know, I keep, well, it is about seniors, and but you keep going back to what you learned as a young person. And the medical book was sitting out. You didn't go to hospitals. Doctors did make house calls back in those days, and they became right. part of the family. And so they were part of keeping everybody. But you had to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. And you didn't have Medicare. You didn't have any medical coverage except for what you paid for yourself. I think that having um, what people term as free visits uh, makes people go more often and take less responsibility for their own health mm. and they depend on other people to tell them what's wrong with them and exactly. I think if we had a good grandma or a good grandpa to, to help us <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the other day someone said they were getting strep throat and I said gargle with salt water yeah. and the doctor was in the room and they said yes that's still a good thing to do right. and there's still some of that stuff that I think that we need to talk about mm -hmm. that still works absolutely and yeah. unfortunately we're running out of time again Sharon oh, we're coming up against it's one of my favorite subjects <laughs> anyhow uh, this has been a fascinating discussion and I'd like to thank Brandon for yes, coming Brandon. and enlightening no us problem. thank, thank you. you Yeah, and uh, if you'd like to stick around till the end of the show feel free uh, John hasn't made it today so I'll read the announcement yeah. after the break and if you'd like to stay with us feel free or if you have to go by all means eh? so we're going to go to a break now hi my name is laura and i'm cassidy and we want you to listen to our uncle bill's music on the billy o rock show every saturday night at 10 on 93.1 boomer radio he plays good rock and roll like april wine the rolling stones and three days grace hey cassidy how does uncle bill get these big records as a cd player oh laura you have so much to learn 
Tune in every Saturday night at 10 for the Billy O'Rock Show, only on 93.1 CFIS-FM. CNC's Fine Arts Students' latest exhibit, Insomniacs, Inc., is now on display at the College Library. The exhibit features 42 works by 15 students enrolled in the Fine Arts program and includes works done in such mediums as pencil, India ink, Conte, white acrylic, graphite, charcoal, and watercolor. The display is on through April 9th. The CNC Library is open Monday to Wednesday from 8 to 10, Thursday and Friday from 8 to 8, and weekends from noon to 5. With a title coined by the students themselves, Insomniacs, Inc., on now through April 9th in the library at CNC. I'm Bob Leonard Izzy. Soccer has been an important part of my life. It's taken me around the world and given me memorable experiences that I never want to forget. But for more than 70,000 British Columbians, Alzheimer's disease or another form of dementia is a reality. The Alzheimer's Society of BC is providing help for today and hope for tomorrow by advocating to improve dementia care and funding research to find the causes and cure. Tonight, mainly cloudy, a 40% chance of showers this evening, changing to a 40% chance of flurries overnight, a low of minus 7. On Thursday, mainly sunny and a high of 6. Well, we're back on Senior Moments on CFIS-FM 93.1. Uh, John hasn't made it in today for some reason, so I'll have a look at a quick look at the announcements that I have here. The Prince George Council Seniors is providing an income tax prep service for low-income seniors. The office is located at 1055 Fifth Avenue, and the service is available from 10 to noon on Mondays and Wednesdays, and it's first come, first serve. Nechaka Rotary will be holding a garage sale between 8 and 4 on Saturday, April 28th, and Sunday, April 29th. They'd appreciate donations of sale items, mm -hmm. and to do that, you can contact Ken at 250-563-5745. That's Ken Pendergrast, and he's coming up next week on our show, Sharon. Good. Good. So we were thinking it might have been spring here, but... Uh, what happened? Did you th you think it's still spring or what? Well, I did think it was spring, and then I got up this morning, and there was snow all over the place. And then when I went out to use that outdoor privy that's parked in my carport, it was gone. So it has to be spring. That's a sign. <laughs> that's a long way from Robin Redbreast, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's something you need to follow up on. That's right. That's right. We'll look for that Robin instead of checking with Sharon. Well, the the red wings are back, and the uh, it's not until the white crowned sparrows come that I really think that spring's okay. back. Mm. Now, I have to say we need to do more on this subject on men's health. I okay. think, and uh, I think we need to invite uh, Brandon back and some other people to talk about about uh, men's health and how they can help themselves. Right, Cliff? Oh, absolutely. And it's an interesting website they have, too, and they have the opportunity. You can go in and if you have a particularly nice recipe you like to prepare, mm -hmm. you can give them yeah, that. Right. You can give them health experiences of your own. Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell your story. So I think it's important that people get really involved in that. I do, too, because you're going to help other men. <laughs> uh, 
uh, should give the call-in number, which we've neglected yes, to do so far today, it. Sharon. Uh-huh. 645-2347. If you've got an opinion about men's health or health in general, give us a call at 645-2347. Reg has got a little note on the computer here saying that a sure, spi- a sure sign of spring is the leaves fall. <laughs> <laughs> leaves. The leaves. The leaves. The, leaves, the, the leaves. Toronto maple leaves. Yeah. Oh, boy, I missed Poor that one. Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't consider them part of the <laughs> NHL. So. <laughs> oh, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of shout-outs today. Uh, oh, I good. thought uh, after that uh, meeting we were at at John Howard yesterday, I'd give a shout-out to uh, Ursula Morris for the great job she's done and is doing. Oh, yes, that's you know, a good Ursula's, one. Uh, yeah. really, uh, really on the ball with everything that's going on down there. And to Rhonda Dixon, who is... Uh, person that works at the Northern Interior Community Association. Mm-hmm. And I haven't mentioned this before because I was waiting to see the outcome, but North Central Seniors applied for a community gaming grant, which was denied after mm-hmm. several years of getting support from them. Eh? Yeah. And so uh, we thought we'd appeal and recons- ask for reconsideration, which we did. Good. But we got a little smarter and we went down to the Northern Interior Community Association and Rhonda gave us advice on what we needed to do in order to have a chance to uh, to uh, win the reconsideration, right? And we do need guidance. We're just yeah. lay people who, who are not into figuring out how to work our way through the system. That's right. Of uh, gambling money. Yeah, or gaming, as they say. Well, it's, well, it's gambling. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bingo money. It used to be bingo money. Yeah, it But uh, Rhonda does this for a living. Does she? And she knows what they want to hear. Yeah. And uh, she uh, she helped us with our appeal, and it was successful. So Very good. We were, uh, we were given uh, a grant for another year so that's great yeah shout out to Rhonda thank you for sure and the citizens or the seniors on the uh, west side of the city will benefit from that money because it would have shut down the center otherwise yeah Yeah. you know when you mentioned the word citizen um, Prince George Community um, Foundation is starting to look for the citizen of the year and so if you have somebody in mind give us a call Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were citizen of the year. Yes, you? I was. Yeah. yeah. I went over to their office, which is next door in the building here yesterday, and they said that the uh, the cutoff for nominations is June. Okay. And I asked them to let us know when uh, oh. when they announce who they are, and well, maybe maybe we could even have them on the show. Or wouldn't that be great? Or at least announce who they are, right? Yeah, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah. good idea. Tell yeah. Luke. Well, I know Judy <laughs> next door here. Is she? Yeah. Uh, she's. Uh, been involved with them for quite a while and hands out the money when it's time for grants eh? so i really keep her really try to be nice to her (laughs) it's a really good it's a really wonderful organization though for our community right so for our non-profits who get turned down by the gambling people okay i didn't say that you did (laughs) i uh uh, speaking of wonderful organizations the prince george council seniors is another one in town Mm -hmm. and they need outreach volunteers yes they do and what that is is people who who, uh, who sign up to visit with a uh, a senior that needs um, social contact? Right? Yes, you've done it. You yes, maybe talk a little bit about that. Sharon. Yes, I had a wonderful uh, woman who uh, had some real serious challenges in her life, and I think I was with her for seven or eight years, and um, it became a friendship. 
instead of just a volunteerism. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And and she's sort of like a grandma, if you can be a grandma to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd have to be pretty old, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to be very old. Hit 90 something. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cliff, uh, we're just about out of time again. Is anything you'd like to say before we go? Anything about any subject, really? About any subject, right. Well, I am hoping that spring actually comes so I can get on the golf course. There you go. Uh, yeah. And uh, I thought today's uh, topic was really important and it's something that a lot more needs to be done. Yes. Right. Uh, it is interesting that Brandon is part of what they call the population health group because yes. they're looking at the entire range of the population. But given our ages and uh, gender of at least three of us in the room, we're important. You know, we are interested in this topic today. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm interested. Well, Sharon would like to have some men around too to uh, yes. socialize with, right? Sharon? Well, and not to look after. They no, need no. to look after. We don't themselves. need looking after. At least I don't think I do. Uh, probably talk a little bit about next week. Yes. Next oh, week, that's a lot exciting. Of good things going yeah. on. We're going to an hour, and yes. we'll be on a Tuesday afternoon on CFIS FM 93. Point one, and from one to two. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we're going to uh, unveil our theme song. Yes, that's going to be great. Turn that loose on uh, on Prince George. Yes. We'll have Ivan Paquette uh, here again to do a couple of songs. Good. And we're going to try to uh, acknowledge the people that had a hand in putting this show together. Great. Uh, including Reg over here. We're going to interview Reg. Reg who? Reg, Reg, Reg over here with the, with the mic. And, Looking uh, and, uh, surprised. Ken Pentagrass is going to be here. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, he'll be here for the rotary. Yeah. And uh, John Bell has put together a little segment that's going to be really cool. Probably be about five to seven minutes about Remember When. Oh, yes. We wanted to do that yeah. for a long time. And he's picked a year. I think it was 1962. Oh. And he showed me what he's got. He's got the Academy Awards, the movies, the songs, the news items, and uh, some trivia as well. The year of my first divorce. <laughs> I don't think we need to celebrate that. Well, I see Kathy just came in and she's ready to do her show, so we better, we better get out of here, Grace. Eh? So say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>